I love how musicians make it look so easy to do excellent music many, many times in a row for Easter. It's all very easy, I'm sure. I'm very, very grateful. We all are. So this beautiful cross right here, um, comes, the idea comes from the Eastern Orthodox Church that the, the wood of the cross that would have borne the body of Jesus would not have been able to help but become more itself. It would have to bloom and flower, wouldn't it? Makes perfect sense. How could you just go about your life as, as wood if Jesus had given his life on you? It would look like this, wouldn't it? Like the tree of life itself from the very beginning, except instead of full of fruits, it's full of flowers. Um, so this will go outside. You can take your pictures later. And you saw the tender way that children place flowers on that one so it doesn't get knocked over, real risk. Didn't happen. Thank you, Susanna. Thank you, Nicole. Um, and also because children often remind us of the gentleness and tenderness that it takes to nurture and support life, don't they? So I have a poem for you. Don't push hard. Don't push hard. Don't push so hard. No need to press it so. Just place it gently on top. Let it settle into place. And only then, gently twist, not that way, not that way, the other way. Try one way, try one way. And if it doesn't work, then stop, then stop, then stop completely. And then try another way. Trust me, trust me, you will know when it is time to stop turning. This is a poem by Sunupi Chandi from her new book, My Dear Comrades. I'm proud to call her a friend. The title of the poem is Teaching My Daughter to Recap the Toddler Toothpaste. <laughs> yes, there is such a thing as toddler toothpaste. And like the resurrection, but with tiny toddler fingers, it is a thing of great worrying focus at a certain time of life. And if you try too hard, well, it can get very, very messy. So on this feast of the resurrection of our Lord, I would like to talk to you about believing in finding your own place gently in this life. The story before the reading we just had is that Jesus has been crucified, is brutal, executed by the Romans. His body has been buried in a stone vault sealed up and guarded because the force of life and healing in him was so strong in his life that his enemies, the Roman governor and the religious leaders of the time were frightened of him and of his followers even after his death. So guards are in place, basically armed security for his grave. And Mary goes to that garden grave a few days later, Mary the Magdalene, to weep and finds the tomb unguarded, open, and empty. And we ask every year, what does this cosmic death conqueror have to do with us? Or as a non-Christian friend of mine said years ago, I just wish you all would explain what this is about for once, clearly. <laughs> so James Allison says it this way, we learn to be in this world by imitating those who raise us. Later, those we admire, or simply those placed in front of us to react to or to imitate. 
sometimes in ways we're not proud of, we form ourselves in a lifelong series of these actions of imitation. We, became, we become a mirror of those values, right, of the collective values of the groups that we are a part of. So an example would be that in the core of my being, I am not a preacher necessarily, but because I have chosen this path, I am learning and becoming a version of me reflecting others that I've seen that do this. And in the same way that I'm a driver of a very cute little car like others in Atlanta driving around me chaotically in this city, right? A walker in shoes, a grocery shopper at Publix, a new gardener, a person who thinks about gun safety for this community, a buyer of many things, maybe most of all, most of us, and fragile about many things that I think make a good and competent person in America because I wanna be that, a follower of Jesus, Every step of that way I am learning and becoming as you are, as is our sister Mary who begins our story today as a weeping woman doing the only thing she knows to do to show up. Then she becomes the first to proclaim the empty tomb and lead another one on the way, on our way. The first to hear her name called by the risen Jesus and to name him in reply, my teacher. She is a very different person by the end of the story you just heard read. She begins in despair and in the shadow of the forces that executed Jesus and concludes with a gentle voice in her ear who calls her by her very name back to herself or is it forward to her new self, just a slight turn, just so, a settling. James Allison writes that to get back to the tenderness of stories like that, that radical tenderness of what resurrection life offers us, we might need to soften some of the language that we in the church often use. For example, where we say love, and we say love a lot in here, God is love, God loves you as you are, love one another. Where that big word love has sometimes come to mean in our world of Christians, sometimes anything but love, right? How can I love my neighbor and imprison them, we should ask? How can I love my neighbor and tell them they are wrong about who they believe they are? How can I love my neighbor and neglect their need for medical care or help? How can I love my neighbor who is not, does not have a safe way to be inside at night? How can I love myself when the world points out all the things that I could do better, right? And of course we should, of course, try to do some things better, but Allison writes that love is so big a word, and it has come to include space for all of those kinds of gaps, right? Not quite love, but I said the word love, and then I said something else, a big but, right? There's a lot of love for your neighbor, and that's right, but also a hate for some part of them too, too isn't there? Or neglect for some part in how we are learning Christianity in this time. So he suggests we use a softer word, like. What if God likes you? And God does. And if you've been dragged here this morning, just go with it, right? Like is coming at you. <laughs> the you that you are today, not a perfect version of you that never existed or that someone wishes you were, the you that you are becoming, the you that you desire to be. And what if we too choose to li live a little bit more gently on this earth and with one another? Unrecognizable maybe to some who might have known us before, disguised as gardeners like Jesus was or toothpaste cap assistants, 
weepers at graves, believers of the stories of crying women? What if the Christian commitment is first this, God likes you as you are becoming? It is like putting a thing on where it fits. It is like some careful cultivating of earth so that it can do what it is made to do, like that wood of the cross. Like Jesus, mistaken for the gardener on that first Easter morning, so transformed as to be utterly unrecognizable, no longer a beaten or abused body, but something else, saying her name like a familiar friend. And she can see him when she hears him, which makes everything possible. So the charge is small and world-changing. Listen for the voices of kindness in your life. Be kind, remember the word like. And friends, if this world were good enough as it is, we wouldn't need resurrection. But the powers of hell prevail all the time. And I won't mention any one or any execution or any state by name. But the power of God is also here among us in this time, waiting to be unleashed in all times and in all places. And you don't have to believe me. Listen for the acts of courage that call your name among your family and friends and neighbors, the ones out there in the world that stand up for what is right, the fist in the air, the voices that call for peace, the ones that heal and cultivate, that challenge us to remove the weapons from our communities, the voices of the most generous, the most gentle, the most kind, the flourishing of life for all the kinds of people with whom God has thrown us in the pool. And may we together find our place, gentle, gentle, to ourselves, but clear in our call to see one another, to like one another, as Jesus likes us, likes you, calls you by your name, to be yourself. <laughs>